listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. What you want? You a house, you a car, 40 acres and a mule, a piano, a guitar, anything. See, my name is Uncle Sam, name me dog. Motherfucker, you can live at the mall. I know you're kind, that's why I'm kind, don't have receipts. Oh man, that's fine, pay me later. Wear those gators. Cliche and say fuck your haters. I can see the bottle in you. I can see the dollar in you. Little white lies, but it's no white collar in you. But it's whatever though because i'm still following you because you make me feel because you make me live forever baby count it all together baby they hit the register make me feel better baby your horoscope is a gemini two sides so you better cop everything two times two coops two chains two c notes too much ain't enough both we know christmas tell them what's on your wish list get it all you deserve it kendrick, kendrick. and when you get the white house do you but remember you ain't passed economics in school everything you buy taxes will deny our wesley snipe your ass before 35 hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a monday monday afternoon yes uh we didn't do a show yesterday um didn't feel like it it was Mm-mm. busy we watched uh game not game of thrones well we did watch game of thrones we watched uh, avengers for the second time at like seven something in the morning like seven thirty. yeah and so. it was jumping yeah so it was a uh, good times just took a day off uh if anything yeah hopefully you took the time to listen to the interview that i did um on friday for medium talk uh with kareem taylor so hopefully you guys got your environmental justice on um i'm glad y'all did because i took a nap roger came in i was i was gone well all right karen just wanted to announce that she took a nap but yes i wanted to announce that i did a very important interview that was about environmental justice and hopefully some of y'all got educated and woke and activated and was like how do i contribute to my local environmental justice movement so um you know hopefully you are woke and not sleep okay you did not nap through my and not sleep like me uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and you can find this podcast everywhere you find podcasts itunes stitch all that stuff um so make sure you leave those five star reviews we like reading them on the show and you guys are so nice when you write them yes um if they're not nice or they're not five stars we won't read them on the show Mm-mm. um all right let's get into the news a lot of stuff is happening today um i guess the the big news for black people um john singleton died today uh he was he had a stroke last week he was uh taken off of life support his death his family confirmed his death in a statement according to the association associated press um so yeah he had a stroke april 17th and then uh they took him off of life support uh today uh there was a lot of people reporting he was dead early like i don't know you know how tmz gets their news and stuff not that i doubt them really they they normally are pretty accurate but sometimes they kill a motherfucker and it's like eh, they're not I, dead yet they, they still around uh, yeah i heard he went to a coma yeah he went right. into a coma and he was unresponsive and so they took him off life support and um he's uh so he passed of course you know for for us that uh you know lovers of blackness mm-hmm. uh you know he made some 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 pretty big hits you know i can't ever forget boys in the hood right you know um that's like i think it's also that timing thing too because there's certain people that become the building blocks for others yes and i think it's easy for us to like mock the shortcomings or you know whatever of of the earlier stuff right it's like the kind of realization i had about respectability politics and how at one point 
you know everything we call respectable was revolutionary yes it was maybe it's not anymore but that's the building blocks of life now we look at that stuff and we go well i'm not putting on this suit because uh i already know the the game but there was a time where they didn't know the game and um and where we were being denied the right to put on a suit right and so we look back at some of the stuff and we're like oh this is cliche now this is i'm tired i'm over it and i think movies are that way too mm-hmm. like now we look at the hood movie the coming up movie the the struggle movie blah 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 and it's kind of like this ain't shit but at the time that he did that that was kind of groundbreaking yes it was you know um and that's probably the the one that i remember the most um is boys in the hood because it was so um like it just rocked there for black people anyway i can't say for white people i don't know if it got nominated for anything but it definitely like rocked everybody's world at the time agreed um and then it just became like the building block for so many other movies you know um minister society and mm-hmm. all these other movies about like hood tales and trying to get out um poetic justice of course yes tupac. janet was in that yeah tupac janet mm-hmm. um like everybody remembers that joint um if you're a certain age you know uh 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 i still remember um because uh um q-tip got killed in the movie in like the opening scene uh i'm just like man all the hood movies somebody gotta die Mm -hmm. uh higher learning which is just like a ridiculously over the top like it's a movie that highlighted racial tensions in college that it at the same time as being relevant it was also such a hyperbole uh, yes but if you look at that movie in hindsight it predicted a lot of what we go through now yes it does like, like it at the time it felt almost like laughably over the top mm-hmm. look at go back i i question y'all like go back and look at that think about what he was talking about then the radicalization radicalization of white men it young white men on these in this campus that ends with a mass shooting um uh, targeting black people and killing a black woman um like i think she died i can't remember tyra banks character died or not but she definitely got shot yeah she got shot um and like i like you know like the racial tensions like that's all back you know at the time it felt like maybe this is too too on the nose it's too much that no one's like this and now you're like i don't know man this shit is back you know and it's covering sexual assault on campus you know like this movie covered a lot of the darker sides of higher learning um and it's kind of funny that that to think about that movie today and be like yo that was a bit prophetic um but i feel like that's what is happening to racism now is that with the resurgence of racism i'm not saying it ever went away but like it is clearly emboldened under trump yes it is things are really mirroring 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 the um spike lees and john singleton's of the world yeah because you have to think you you come from a lot of people from our generation racism is always there but racism isn't as blunt when i was growing up as it is now like now it's literally you can't run you can't hide we are here we're not gonna talk about you behind in our little closed groups. We gonna t- we gonna tell you in your face. We're gonna attack you. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. A lot of our our older people, older than me, have experienced things like that. So 
it was a period of time where a lot of our generation and that's not funny kind of frowned up a lot oh this shit is stupid we don't have to deal with that no more like a lot of youth mm-hmm. does we don't have to deal with that no more we we've come a long way why would we go back you know i would never put up with that and all that other dumb shit that youth says uh when in reality uh now you're going well i thought it was stupid but it really wasn't that stupid (laughs) you know when you sit back and you think about it now well it's also just prophetic like times came around to make things that people ideas that people found to be over the top and then be like nah that's not over the top anymore because at the time you know the niggas and jews niggas and jews sticking together you're like oh man this is almost funny it's almost comical how ridiculous this is going over the top and now it's like oh yeah people shoot up campuses all the time like that was done at a time when people weren't doing that Mm -mm. like that it was a shocking ending to the movie the fact that there was a shooting of a campus now we're like there's a campus shooting every day somewhere um yeah rosewood another racial movie that you know uh ahead of its time yeah rosewood was a lot yes shaft um which is an underrated funny ass movie man um and they got a sequel to it just coming out in uh uh this year i believe mm-hmm. uh baby boy which um for me is a comedy <laughs> baby boy is a comedy didn't taraji was in that taraji and um and um uh, tyrese mm-hmm. and snoop dogg kicking over that boy's sport i don't like you either i hate you i hate you too little nigga (laughs) i I think that's how it was but oh man that was my shit uh oh but yeah baby boy was a classic you know jody the i mean i guess in a way it's still once again relevant today because the infantilization of the young black male who blames all the people around him from all his misfortune while at the same time expecting them to pick up the slack in his life and the ne'er-do-well shit and and the cycles that repeat themselves i mean kind of relevant kind of kind of still going on come on you scrub what you a little fort huh fuck about your little fort nigga i hate you I hate you too, little nigga. You ain't my son. <laughs> oh, but, oh. Debbie meant that I hate you. I hate you too, little nigga. Um, but then he had some TV series he did: American Crime Story, Empire, Rebel, uh, Billion, Snowfall, which is a classic. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. I've never seen it, but you said it's not really enough good. people are watching this. Me and Justin talk about this shit all the time on um on uh pregame um but it's like a must watch series for me um and once again taking shit that is quote unquote hood shit and putting the proper context and spin on it where you're not just romanticizing it and you're not necessarily just lionizing it but you're also like making it socially relevant and um you know that was something that he was really gifted at doing um so you know rest in peace man he he, he put a lot of um he he made a lot of of dope shit for a lot of people so um hate to hear he passed uh let's see what else is going on um uh twitter's jack dorsey jack is the guy who uh is the ceo of twitter okay 
he called con uh after he met with trump he called congresswoman ilhan omar um to talk about a tweet where trump mischaracterized her comments about 9-11 in a video and and told her that it doesn't break twitter's rules right nothing breaks their rules unless you're black then yeah you can break the rules nothing white people say can break the rules he directly told representative ilhan omar during a phone call tuesday that he stands by his decision to allow donald trump's tweets to target that targeted the congresswoman and later resulted in a wave of death threats against her the call first reported thursday by the washington post revolved around a video trump tweeted on april 12th the video alternates between footage of 9-11 terrorist attacks on the world trade center and out of context remarks by by omar from a speech last month about the border issue uh the broader issue of islamophobia the video was an attempt to mischaracterize her as being dismissive of the tragedy omar asked dorsey to explain his reasoning behind twitter not removing trump's tweet according to the post dorsey reportedly said the tweet did not violate the company's rules and that the incendiary video had already been viewed and shared beyond twitter's platform so then that means you can contribute to it because i mean a lot of stuff goes beyond your platform me i will take it down yeah because at the, at the end of the day they don't see nothing wrong with it and also it goes to show that uh, a lot of white uh, people that are white radicals and white nationalists sound like a lot of uh, Republicans. And because they can't tell the difference, they like, well, we can't ban politicians. You can if you want to, just opt not to. Yeah, this is the false middle that people that that uh people keep uh romanticizing right there's always this false this falsehood of there's a middle ground between bigotry and um and not bigotry right it's like well if we have to get rid of white supremacists we have to get rid of republicans yeah then they should have to go because they republicans should not be a white supremacist they should not be on your platform promoting white supremacy it doesn't matter that they're an elected official they like you're working backwards they're a lot and that's why that's why trump is flourishing there and that's why so many people are still on there that are hateful people is because right they work backwards they go this person exists and they have a position of authority we want them on our platform mm-hmm. and so therefore whatever they do is not going to violate the rules Mm-mm. because them being on the platform is more important than our rules like the rules are really just arbitrary things right and they, they they implement them when they feel like it how they feel like it and they have a tendency to implement them more towards uh brown people and yeah. and more towards you know uh, activists and things like yeah, that if so, trump was tweeting like kill all the niggers they would let that stay because he's the president and because the it's more important to them to have the president on twitter as his number one media platform than it is to say this is wrong and it doesn't matter who says it we would we should not allow this from anyone agreed and also is one of those things too to where you know one period of time it was trying to set a platform nobody's going to buy this platform in this shape because they would actually come through and like revamp all the rules and a lot of the freedoms that people have would literally be stripped away because they was like this is not profitable yeah so um so while she got death threats over it they still go and eh, it doesn't doesn't do it doesn't mess violate any rules right because it's real easy for you to make a decision like that when you've never been on the side being harassed like a lot of people that make these decisions they've never fucking been harassed and so- maybe like what's funny though is karen at this point jack dorsey has definitely been harassed on his own platform 
that's that's definitely happened but he's white as a white man right it, like it just ain't gonna hit the same it ain't gonna be the same type of threats it ain't gonna be he won't feel necessarily endangered from those tweets and Mm-mm. if he does and if he does he will hire security mark mark uh zuckerberg has uh immense security like people don't know this stuff but these like ceo tech bros are so fucking rich at this point they have like around the clock security making sure they're okay you know because people would do stuff like kill you kidnap your family you never know what kind of deranged person is on your platform so they're protected right right you don't give a fuck about nobody else though yeah they're protected so they know the the danger of the public figure and they do the point i want to make is that they take the harassment seriously because they're protected so they know what it means they just don't care you know um this yeah so he said that they do need to do a better job of weeding out hate and harassment voila you don't care voila you you do what job what you don't care right like what's that gonna do so the president can say target this person essentially lie on this person and then we're we just need to do a better job of deleting the accounts that send you harassing things well no you have a place where you can send people after someone else and of course trump is the best at it you know when i talk about social media man i know people probably roll their eyes or get a little tired of sitting here and some of this shit but i don't really give a fuck frankly it's our show and what are you gonna do just don't listen to it um but it's funny how when i talk about it i'm like yo you have to be careful with it because it really does have the tools that reward narcissism Mm -hmm. uh megalomania um you know all these things and the people that are like have a natural knack for like dominating it a lot of them are fucked up yes they are you know what i mean your people with millions of followers hundreds of thousands of followers and shit like if you look at the patterns of their behavior a lot of their their stuff is like i'm going to like dominate this by being the most incendiary fucked up type of person if i have an idea how do i express that idea in the most fucked up way like well you know what i mean like how can i make this idea be the thing that will make a million people upset because everybody has ideas all the time but it is a gift to be able to express it in a way that picks up traction Uh, yes people say the same shit all the time same thoughts blah 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 but it's not until you say the shit in a way that's going to make everybody mad or whatever clap and and you think about someone like trump man he had managed to really be a star on social media before he was even president oh yes and he's still upset that he doesn't have as many followers as like obama because he's not a unifying figure but he knows how to get the right amount of people riled up and so jack dorsey's meeting with him because it's important to him to address trump's concerns and by the way one of his concerns was obama got more followers than me still right the fuck you and he was upset that twitter had even gotten rid of some of the spam russian all that type of stuff accounts because it cut down on his followers significantly because he keeps up with that right yeah like this is the motherfucker we put the hands of the world in the world in the hands of and yet to see them talk about well we just need to worry about the hate and harassing that people are getting dog you're talking to the harasser hate monger in chief saying he is important and you don't want to keep him off of your platform 
you can't do both at the same time you can't say we need you here but we don't need the people who support you here we don't need the people who want to do your bidding here it's an impossible thing to do because there's nothing you can allow him to do that you can turn around and then be like but other people if they do it it's wrong because then you're basically admitting that it's wrong for him to do it and you can't have both things exist at once so that video they have to make an excuse for it i just wonder how far they would have let him go because i think he could go way further than this and it just hasn't gotten there yet oh yeah oh yeah um so yeah um one of the things also i like to mention it's not in this article but um there was a shooting of a synagogue on the six-month anniversary of another shooting of another synagogue in pittsburgh i believe Mm. um and um i saw people online that were blaming ilhan omar for it because of her tweet from two months ago at this point that said something that people deemed to be anti-semitic um tracking in anti-jewish stereotypes um like i said i don't know enough about anti-semitism to say definitively no it's not you know i I think a lot of people kind of interlope into that i think we can't really speak to say what something isn't necessarily but uh i know it was hotly debated and i know she apologized she did okay i remember chelsea clinton was upset uh not even upset she was asked about it and she answered like yo um look because the person was like it's not she's not american or whatever this is this is un-american i feel this way about it and she and chelsea clinton answered as an american i support Ilhan, but and she did apologize so blah 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 and people went oh chelsea clinton is that's anti- that's islamophobic for you to say as an american what you trying to say is like well, what about context context don't matter on twitter okay it never matters highlighting this for a reason highlighting this for a reason i remember chelsea clinton going to that uh memorial and having that woman get in her face mm-hmm. and people like caping for that woman defending that woman um all that stuff like making chelsea clinton not to be the bad guy she shouldn't have went even though she was invited she's a faith leader literally in that uh in that city like she's a, a leader of an organization y'all like don't come she was supposed to say no don't come and then as if y'all wouldn't have spun her saying i'm not coming into this is why this bitch is terrible yeah it's a loose loose situation that's right. why people go fuck y'all and just do whatever they want to do right so she showed up and people were like y'all worry about her being pregnant y'all worry about this and it's like we're just looking at it and can't we so i can't look at that and be like i actually don't agree with that woman yelling at Jessica clinton and i think she's wrong for that not even yelling for just coming at her like that i just think it's wrong and i think it's wrong for the person in the background shouting mm-hmm. i don't think any of y'all are at that point can argue that y'all are there for the memorial y'all seem to be there to to get a viral video hating shitting on this woman right right and everybody cherry picked the optics of afterwards right the 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 tweet she had about it and the the GoFundMe links and all that people just ignore what they, they people are so fucking divided and crazy at this point they just ignore all evidence to the contrary of their point of view and you just have to hope they come back around later and go oh I guess I I was a little that was a, a intense day I was kind of flipping and flopping a lot but no that doesn't happen no oh no anyway so I bring all that up in the context of motherfuckers was blaming Ilhan for the synagogue shooting to me this feels as fucking ridiculous as blaming chelsea clinton for the shooting of the new zealand mosque yes i don't know what is wrong with people on twitter i don't know what is wrong with social media 
but there is something fucking wrong when you see these tragedies that are done by people that are not subscribers to ilhan they're not subscribers to chelsea clinton i'm sure they hate their fucking guts these are not people that agree with them on the ideological spectrum spectrum about anything Mm -mm. and yet we can't we it's like we can't fucking wait to like find a way to blame somebody yeah that's what it is it's, and i saw annoying, people yeah. doing that like your anti and i'm not talking republicans and fucking maga hat i'm talking democrat liberal people on twitter going ilhan omar your aunt this is you see the cost of your anti-semitic tweets and i'm like yo what the fuck is wrong with everyone it's like we have to make everything as messy and fucked up as possible sometimes yes because for a lot of people it distracts them from their own real lives yeah it's that's just crazy to me man like i see i don't even comment on these things when i see them honestly Mm -hmm. i i get that it's just not worth talking to these type of motherfuckers but it's not like i really will see that shit and be like everybody on this bitch need like some type of help you need to talk to like a professional you need to walk away some of these problems that people be having it's like this you shouldn't be having problems every single day about every single thing like you can't you can't leave your house without coming back to like write a twitter thread hyperventilating about it like at some point it's you you know and that's kind of like the the thing i was noticing like i said it's not even about trying to come at these people because like part of the things that people are doing is for the attention they don't care if it's good or bad uh, yes so you coming at them and being like well what you saying is kind of fucked up they're just gonna keep going nobody backs down nobody goes i didn't think of it from that perspective nobody apologizes yeah it's why i love this space that we have created with me and you i know it's an illusion of other people getting to chime in too but it's really me and you right and i like that we get to talk to each other because the the thing that nobody can really take away from what we do is we operate in good faith with each other you know so you say something i don't assume well karen's saying that because she's a terrible fucking person and she just cancel karen you know what i mean i'm like oh well maybe she means it this way okay let me ask her a question yeah and i mean and i'm not offended or upset when you ask questions but right. like you say because of the relationship and everything is good in good faith you question to me i don't i don't take it as an attack when a lot of people do and it just causes more confrontation yeah like this weekend everybody was complaining about in-game spoilers and all this shit not and i i said uh like thursday or something i said look i'm gonna be real it's not worth it just log the fuck off of twitter delete it off your phone wait come back when you see the movie it's not worth thinking that millions of people who can easily infiltrate your feed millions i'm not even talking about adding you just someone retweeting someone someone making a mm-hmm. joke something innocuous something they should be allowed to do if we're being honest because you're, you're depending on the charity of humanity to organize around a circle around everyone and be like no one's gonna be a dick this weekend you know it's not gonna happen come on it's like you want to something bad to happen to you you know and so i tweeted out like yo dog if you can read this tweet just delete the shit yeah just get off social media and- it's not worth it if you really right. looking forward to this movie that much and i know it's a big debacle to get tickets and i know people don't like when you say that shit but i i'm i'm telling you you're wasting your breath every time you tell somebody to hold off on spoilers you, you are wasting your fucking breath just tell the other people who will get spoiled to maybe they'll listen to you and log off yeah yeah and you know and nobody wants to admit it but you don't have to be there so people are going to be there people are going to engage that's a social part of social media and you know regardless if you think it's right wrong or unjust 
at any time you could just stay off of social media yeah man so i just hop off it's, it's okay and what i was saying is you, you might have your life improved by it i know i have same you know like those, those those breaks that i take now it's like oh man i'm glad i do these you know i don't even really announce them and shit i, I just hey i need some time you know because a lot of times it really helps you get that perspective and balance yourself because we're taking in all this information we really not meant to take in all this shit all the time no no we're not uh like saturday this saturday was the first saturday but we had nothing planned so you were able to go spend time with your friends i was able to go spend time with my family and it was i didn't know how much it was needed i mean it was truly needed well even with that that to me that's not really the same as taking a social media break but correct yeah i do try to do stuff like that more often to to be honest because that's kind of stuff that you know people are supposed to do i I mean it shouldn't be controversial to say but it's something that you're supposed to do like i was talking to my uh boys at um at the basketball today uh, well, I had another game when the walk off shot, but you know, things happen, guys. It's just been that was type of, been that type of two weeks. I don't know what's going on. Um, but, uh, and yes, I did do the Dame Lillard face, and yes, I did do the goodbye, and, uh, yes, the other team was salty. They were salty as shit. Um, but anyway, we was talking, to, uh, on the way out, and someone had brought up, like, this video or something of somebody, like, this, like, viral video thing, and I was like, yeah, it's crazy how much, like, the barrier of having a phone between you and another person can really just turn that person's life into entertainment you know i was like it's it's just say something about us that when something starts to happen and i think i'm just aged out this is not to say i'm better than anybody Mm -mm. literally i just didn't have these tools in my hands long as long as as a higher percentage of my life yet as other people have right so so i know that it's some of this i may never come around on but the idea of i see something catastrophic happen and pull my phone out is not something that registers with me automatically like i would i would actually need to think about it you know Mm -hmm. like sometimes i worry that because i'm like if something racist happens to me i actually hope i do have the wherewithal to put my fucking phone out me too but i wouldn't even think about it it's honestly sometimes the only thing saving people's lives the only thing to saving people in court is oh yeah i have a record of this person this cop doing something racist to me because other than that it's your word against theirs and nobody gonna believe a nigga so uh it was kind of interesting that we were talking you know we were talking about that and and that's kind of how it feels it's like the humanity is just kind of stripped out for people on this shit and then you end up with taking it full circle people blaming a tweet from ilhan omar for a for some fucking nut killing people blaming chelsea clinton for some fucking nut you know she didn't say that you know she didn't agree with it and what is even worse is there are people on that platform with john with jack dorsey's approval apparently come on spouting the things that literally are being cited by these killers in their manifestos in their own words in their videos and somehow we've just given up that fight like that fight is just they're gonna be that way and they're allowed freedom of speech to be on these platforms and instead you're turning on chelsea clinton and ilhan omar that's the kind of full circle duality the shit that i be waiting on to happen because i'm like it's going to happen so whenever you hear me talk about like chelsea clinton and somebody get tight in their chest with some oh so you're gonna defend a white woman no i'm defending the goddamn principle of the shit 
because it's going to flip the other way sooner or later because everything in life does and where you were standing that time better be where the fuck you standing now because if not it's some real hypocritical bullshit it was fucked up when it was chelsea it's fucked up with his ilhan period those women are not telling people to fucking kill people oh no no and no, just because no. it's gonna get you some hot tweets and re- that shit is stupid like this this the, the, the impulse to even do that is just so dangerous and so so misguided and fucked up and people just need to do those things so they can get some attention and it's scary to think that that is a common practice on the internet right now as i'm speaking somebody's taking someone out of context to be like and this is why the fuck i don't fuck with you it's crazy people just work backwards uh all right let's see what else we got uh bill cosby back in the news this time he's upset by his insurance with his insurance company he's uh insured by aig he said in a statement saturday that the insurance company paid a defamation settlement without my knowledge without my permission and without my consent to about seven women who had who had accused him of sexual misconduct that makes no sense i don't believe you what why don't what 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 don't you believe that they paid them why why would they pay without your consent Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like like can we just uh, there's many questions i have that is not that's not one of them the the question i have is why you got rape insurance dog come on you got rape insurance is this a thing apparently it is do you walk into an office can i have rape insurance i'm expecting a bunch of women be accusing me of sexual assault and, uh, i mean what is my deductible? i may have to pay some yeah i may have to pay some settlements so i would like to set up a monthly payment arrangement so that if in if in case and in fact i do uh find myself to be liable for these damages uh you would pay those is that what he do he got rape insurance apparently it's a thing that's oh. how car insurance works right right just in case bitch like this dude is basically like i can't believe y'all paid out claims to seven people that i ran my car into i did not consent to this and uh ironically they did not consent to the things i did so you would think maybe it came full circle in a statement he said that the settlement showed that the insurance company paid what that come on get the fuck he i'm sorry I, i'm reading ahead like y'all can see it too my bad <laughs> he said that the insurance company was part of the corruption against him what aig showed that they're part of the corruption against me by paying off these distractors without my knowledge without my permission without my consent aig's egregious behavior will be frowned upon by many customers they are proven that they do not have the best interest of their clients in mind which will cause them to lose an overwhelming amount of business because mm. mm. if it happened to him it could so, happen to any of mm. us so a claim was filed mm. insurance company did whatever the policy was found out you did that shit and paid right like like that's normally how insurance works right mm. they take it go through their process and go oh, okay you're eligible for da, 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 and they paid sir where where are you complaining from where are you writing these these statements from, from fucking jail what are you in jail for jaywalking is that what happened is that part of the conspiracy fuck out of here man did he max out his claim you know how sometimes they be like well look we only gonna pay for so much and then we got to drop you from the policy he said other customers like there are who else got rape insurance who are 
these other people who else is iag insurance for rape insurance i i go ahead and get put put me on that dick insurance yeah i got that dick insurance i'm gonna need rape insurance it's not even dick insurance it's literally fucking rape insurance who else is r kelly on the plan Dan sharper on the plan who else motherfucking talk yeah y'all gonna lose customers other people got car insurance they not worried about this <laughs> they got health insurance home ownership insurance they not worried about this shit then y'all don't they got a, accidental insurance yeah they're not like oh man my rape insurance premium is gonna go up the <laughs> way they paying all this motherfucking bill cosby money out they got the insurance to say if i suddenly die and my family covered insurance and you like i want the rape insurance if anything i'm leaving aig because i don't want motherfucking want to be on the same insurance as the rapist niggas like no right? thank you i didn't know they were even fucking insuring people like you i'm good that's the I mean, only way i mean is there levels you get the 100 200 300 playing gold right. silver, bronze what the fuck is this well uh, some of us just have collision insurance for collision and you got well, collision and liability right I, some people got liability depending on the state really aig showed at that part of corruption is he added i bill cosby will never settle any defamation claim i will continue to pursue my counterclaims and i will not relinquish aig from his responsibility in defending my defamation claims that's why i paid my premiums on time and 11 let my policy lap aig's settlement of these claims in massachusetts makes me them look corrupt and exposes my innocence thank you very much he don't know don't, don't know how insurance works right? he probably signed that shit cliff huxtable you know he did oh my god it's crazy man they just they just really letting they just paying anybody now yeah let somebody say how 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 do they pitch that to you hey hey, hey, you out here raping well we got an insurance policy for you i think they pitch it to you like the same way they pitch everything else where it's like we since we already got your car insurance uh you probably let's bundle it up you can save some money you can save 15 percent if you bundle up home on insurance and uh looking at your track record you might want to throw some rape insurance on there too along with the flood you're gonna definitely need this they should fire whoever gave them this right because it's like we gonna have to pay these we know for a fact we paying these claims and we supposed to deny 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 you know this was a bad investment like you need to find somebody with some false accusations not somebody with some proven ones the fuck oh man that premium must have been so high oh you know it was ridiculous he's like what do you get a mail in he got a bill in, in prison oh man these deductibles are ridiculous get the fuck out of here man oh my god speaking of rapists r kelly's lawyers say singer's inability to read and understand legal documents led to a default judgment where he didn't show up in court Mm-mm. yeah he uh, had a lot he lost a sexual abuse lawsuit brought against him by one of his alleged victims heather williams and now his lawyers are claiming that it's due to confusion of all legal cases he's dealing with currently according to tmz kelly's legal team claims the singer is overwhelmed and had no idea what he was reading when he was served with papers related to the case while he was in jail so his lawyers intend to fight the judgment y'all job should have been narrated to him that's y'all that's y'all fault in the lawsuit which comes after the 10 count indictment of for aggravated criminal sexual assault brought against him earlier this year the victim heather williams claimed that she was sexually abused by kelly when she was 16 years old williams attorney initially made several attempts to serve the singer and sent a legal letter to kelly in an effort to settle the case out of court but since kelly never bothered to respond the lawyers forged ahead with the lawsuit kelly's civil attorney brian nix told tmz that being overwhelmed cu- coupled with Kel- mr kelly not being cognizant of what the motion fully meant led him to missing the hearing i had no idea he had been served 
so basically he can't read and he just took the papers and didn't understand them I don't know what to tell you dog you a bad lawyer yeah, or a great lawyer because the, the bad a good lawyer will pretend to be a bad one if it'll get his client off uh, do that all the time okay agreed agreed yeah he probably took them papers threw it to the side and he was like the fuck is this yeah so sounds like he need to get on aig the way that uh bill cosby did he's, yeah sound like he need to he need some aig wow why would you even want to be known as the company that does that empire cast pins a letter to executives for jesse smollett's return to the show well all right right i don't watch anymore so i'm good yeah i didn't but uh yeah yeah i mean why not why not taraji p hansen terrence howard bryce sheer y gray trey byers gabrielle sidibe and nicole ari parker all signed a letter dated april 19th to address the top dogs of the show including fox entertainment ceo charlie collier and uh disney tv studios and abc entertainment chair donna walden or dana walden uh fox entertainment president michael thorne as well as empire creators lee daniels and danny strong well all right man i hope he gets the job back to be honest same and that does not mean i don't think he was in on that hoax Uh, right i just don't care don't don't care yep be honest about it don't really give a fuck um mm-hmm. i mean it's like they both framed guilty parties he framed the chicago pd who did turn out to be racist and uh they tried to frame a man who uh clearly did it so i don't i don't know like no harm no foul everybody go back to their mutual sides uh call a tech on each side and y'all can stay in the game nobody's ejected right good luck on the set bro um what oh that's crazy and then like i can't blame his job for being like this nigga did it we don't want him working here but they misread the room because if they would have known the charges are going to get dropped they would have been like ah, i mean we see you at work <laughs> like see you on monday like i'm sure they would have done the shit totally different if they had known it was you know they had my yeah, heard them charges stuff they was like ooh, yeah like them charges was bad and then like the evidence looked real bad and the way shit was leaking it wasn't like they left a lot up to you know to the imagination it was like these big niggas are buying maga hats and they did go to the spot the day before and do a practice run at the same exact place the beating hat like mm-hmm. at three in the morning uh and in a in the fucking blizzard like when no one's outside like it was a lot of shit it was a lot of shit i see how they went we need to just not they thought they were getting clean clear of the shit by letting him go yeah but turned out jokes on you when the prosecutor dropped the charges y'all actually made yourselves more more of a problem because people like you siding with the police and shit like that and you know y'all don't really want them problems not for this show they probably he'll be back yeah they need to just let them come back i hope this all fake too by the way i'm gonna I'm be honest i actually hope that taraji p henson all them like even lee daniels i hope they all are on board with like we want him back on the show but the only way it's gonna happen is we're gonna have to make it seem like his co-workers want him back on the show 
and the higher ups we were like oh, i guess if his co-workers want him back but hopefully everybody's sitting around like we don't really care jesse and we're not giving you a raise so if that's what you did it for mm-hmm. you're getting the same pay yeah but yeah you can come back and work oh man i mean plus i mean at this point though wait a minute now i think about it he might could get a raise because this shit gonna be the most highly anticipated episode of empire ever when he come back so in a way he kind of did finesse it like you know i and i get it it's gonna offend some sensibilities because he was playing with lightning and i know that's some of y'all still in the jesse hive that's out there like no it's a, a vast conspiracy from the top down to get jesse smollett mm. hey whatever y'all believe cool right. i don't feel like arguing about it either way no but i don't think anyone can argue that if he gets his job back this episode will definitely be one of the highest rated of all, all time oh yeah people come back just to see him come back yeah so you almost do have to give him a raise i mean just the, the numbers are the numbers as a, as a negro philosopher maxwell once said check the numbers bitch check them and i believe these numbers will be checked and uh he will have created a, a market where he is more valuable than he was before so bravo your fave could never uh by the way the brothers uh the nigerian brothers who uh uh beat him up uh are suing jesse smollett's lawyers for defamation um last month chicago prosecutors dropped out the charges we know that much for against justice smollett although city officials were convinced the actor stages on attack with the help of a friend albel Ansidiaro and his brother ola uh smollett the actor um maintained his position as the victim as his lawyer placed the blame on the nigerian brothers but now just weeks later the two brothers who participated in the alleged attack are suing smollett's lawyers for defamation court documents obtained by the blast of abel and ola have uh filed a law a suit against attorney mark garagos his law firm and his associate the tina glandian who reportedly represented smollett in chicago for making public defamatory statements against the plaintiffs which were published broadly in illinois by major news outlets moreover these torturous uh statements involve a hoax conducted in illinois orchestrated by mr smollett finally and importantly these statements also impacted the reputation of plaintiffs who are employed and live in illinois the man addressed the fact that smallest attorneys accused him of carrying out the hateful act and highlighted uh, another instance in which the guardian suggested that her client had engaged in homosexual sex acts with abel which is illegal in his country well i don't even remember that part of this story i i don't know where shit comes from in this story do y'all it's even a twist like empire who knows what's happening here i don't even remember anything about them being lovers or mm, implied alleged mm, sexual mm, acts mm, mm, mm. i don't know where i was when, when they was writing the script as a result of mrs glandian's comments plaintiffs have suffered significant emotional stress distress and feel unsafe and alienated in their local chicago community this is because miss glandian a very famous attorney false and publicly stated plaintiffs have committed a gruesome hate crime lied under oath and intentionally misled the cpd you niggas bought that hat i saw that it was on camera what? is everyone scamming in this bitch oh yeah oh yeah 
like everyone can't be scamming at the same everybody was joy and the scammer it's like everyone got a scammer a scam but nobody talked to each other Mm-mm. okay my scam gonna be that we are being framed by you to be the hate crimers and while you are then saying that you are being framed by hate crimers with the police to frame you for being a victim of hate crime see what i'm saying no we don't this will make a horrible movie because the shit the plot don't make sense it's too many plots <laughs> good grief terrible writing terrible. and then they also said the lawyer said that they gave uh <laughs> wait that uh ola is gay because for some reason okay she didn't say the other brother was gay oh so one of them is gay yeah by saying that one of them is gay it dangers them in nigeria uh miss glandian statements indicated plaintiffs actually criminally battered mr smollett without his consent are patently falsified <laughs> if you did it with his consent it's still <laughs> fucked up what does it matter <laughs> just go away man what does it matter uh, nope this this plot is forever twisting and turning you ain't know he can send it to us no listen we're not the type of people that would do a hate crime an unprovoked hate crime on a gay man black man in chicago that's not you have us wrong ma'am and you have impugned our our credibility now we are the type of nigerian brothers that you can hire to consensually beat you up and like make a hoax of a hate crime that we will cop to but anything else and you besmirch my honor madam and i will see you in court what is happening i don't know the fuck out of here man oh my god i cannot believe that's their excuse yeah uh we didn't do it without his consent i know that much oh god everybody gotta go away ah uh the baltimore mayor flees the state at the feds raid her home oh she was she left the state the mayor crime town season threes will be lit oh it sure will they're gonna be all on top of that i hope it is about baltimore though they could really be good to be honest um i just stumbled onto that idea just now and i think it's a great one. Oh, so so they came to her house and she was like i'm out apparently there's like a it's a whole thing with this book she's been investigated over the sales of a children's book um that she authored um and she skipped town after her house got raided by the fbi and the IRS. irs oh so she was like i'm 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 never coming home again even her spokesman james bentley said he has no idea what she is <laughs> kind of she went underground I don't know. Like, what was in that book i mean it's a kid's book kind of buddy siansky uh i mean i mean they should tell the kids how to make crack cocaine what the hell was in that book that caused all this controversy kind of kwame kilpatrick shit is going on up in baltimore right y'all let this woman beat all them people because i remember the baltimore race like i didn't follow it closely but it was mad niggas in that vying for that mayoral seat you know like i she beat everybody and then this is the what brought her down a kid's book i can't what was in that fucking kid's book skipping town of a kid's book right man yeah pew who is reportedly recovering from pneumonia was at her home when the raid began and has since left the state yeah um, did she have a trap back dose or what happened that got there and she left with pneumonia hmm? 
you said that they come to the house she, she was there at the no there was a raid she was there at the beginning of the raid and then somehow she ended up out of the state oh oh so she was initially there yes oh, okay i thought you was like they busting the door she got pneumonia she hit the the back there like batman and went to the back cave and was like i'm out bitches what's wrong with you <laughs> i was like she got gone i know i was like what the fuck is this did alfred hit the button she is out of there yeah uh, you won't catch me coppers they're they're looking at the lucrative sales of pew's healthy holly series to the university of american maryland medical system uh which she was on their unpaid board of directors uh so she was on that board of directors but then she sold this book to them and i'm assuming got money for it which i'm sure you know that is frowned upon as as a as a person on the board of directors that is supposed to be unpaid ah uh, okay yeah okay she's 69 she's been on indefinite leave of absence since april 1st when calls for a state probe into her began she claims she was taking off time to recover from a bout of pneumonia you know someone tried that down here Mm-hmm. that dude that was uh involved in that um voter fraud mm-hmm. scam all of a sudden he was super super sick and all of a sudden he had planned surgery and all of a sudden he i you know he could have ran again but all of a sudden you know i can't run again you know Too i'm sick. i'm gonna spend time <coughs> can't make it to work today if y'all gonna be <coughs> with my family y'all gonna be having law enforcement looking for me i'm definitely too sick for that right the democrat was at home at the time of the raids um but she has since left maryland agents hauled boxes of holly healthy holly books out of her how while she had the books in the house oh my god oh my god oh my god what sell the books that she wasn't supposed to be selling they found them in her house yeah apparently had boxes in there mayor Pew had a minute like she was selling uh mixtapes apparently so mayor Pugh has lost the public interest she's clearly not fit to lead for the good of the city she must resign said republican governor um uh i mean of course well then who the mayor now somebody got to run the city that bitch gone maybe the mayor pro tell okay now they finally got to do something right i didn't plan on working uh besides hogan the baltimore city council's baltimore lawmakers the house of delegates and the great baltimore committee a business group have all called for a resignation the feds also executed search warrants at the home uh at the office of pew's lawyer stephen silverman city hall the maryland center for adult training whose job program pew once ran and the home of aid the at aid the fbi confirmed silverman said agents served a subpoena to his office for pew's financial records uh we will continue to vigorously defend the mayor he told the washington post well of course um wow the health care provider paid five hundred thousand dollars to buy a hundred thousand copies of the book a book that, that she wasn't supposed to sell apparently not that's half a million dollars i mean i can see how that looks not good that's what they was like can we see the numbers yeah um wait why is my screen freezing i don't know oh god damn it i was trying to read the rest of the article but uh firefox doesn't want to cooperate Mm, it's like the man is trying to stop me from investigating what's happening to these books Mm -mm. hey that kid's what was teaching them kids how to make shanks 
shank what why are you convinced that the book has some criminality in it it didn't matter the book probably was just a regular book it probably wasn't even that good <laughs> just about giving getting this money to her like the book could have been one page it's just here's 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 a 500 million five hundred thousand dollars you know now i do wonder what legislation or bills or mm-hmm. like what kind of things was she in charge of right. that would make someone conflict feel people. like five hundred thousand dollars for these books was a conflict of interest right like what decisions were crossing her desk where people was like hold up now <laughs> we know mm-hmm. that this shit ain't right you know <laughs> but uh yeah fleeing the motherfucking state seems like a pretty big leap um especially when you're the mayor right so good luck to uh city of baltimore i don't know they're gonna find her the town next over over to the right i don't know where they're gonna find her well they said she left the state oh so she could be anywhere yeah so she out of the state so um she's out of maryland so maybe she's in virginia maybe she had washington in washington dc up at howard homecoming um i don't know but uh yeah uh, so uh, uh, uh. and then of course this is after saying she was not lucid enough uh from her um from her uh pneumonia to work or anything but she could she had enough energy to move around right and lead a state to lead a state it looks real bad i mean this is like going to jail type shit come on and she will not she says she's not lucid enough to decide whether or not she should resign but you kind of would think not being lucid enough is kind of like a sign you should just resign even even not under criminal investigation <laughs> like how can you be yeah, trusted with, to make decisions yeah, for the city is somebody gonna be like that bitch ain't coming back all right let's how she ain't got no job no more i know it got to be an expiration date but like look she ain't coming back we don't give a damn she cannot have this position no more yeah who um, wants the job not her yeah they bought those copies of the book in a no bid arrangement um between 2011 and 2018 right kaiser was then awarded a 48 million dollar contract in 2017 to provide health benefits to the city workers by spending board in which pew sits pew did not comment and her spokesperson spokesman said he has to talk to her so that was the i guess that's where they connect the money and say hey 48 million dollars uh for this contract i mean half a million dollars is a small investment if you think about it from the company's perspective well good luck sis uh good luck sound like the the feds is not playing Mm-mm, they gonna find you that's that Kwame Kilpatrick. i can't wait to hear them white people explaining this shit on crime town season three it's gonna be so detailed i know they're gonna have some good ass beats and and uh mm-hmm and uh and and uh clips be, it that they added over the beat gonna be a good documentary mm-hmm. uh little nas x responds to dave east uh dave east criticized old country old town road and said that uh it was whack and 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 all this shit um and Lil Nas X says I honestly have gotten this question so many times it's like I have the number one song in the country I do not give a fuck about what Dave East is saying and uh, Dave East was saying that fucking old town road shit is fucking whack I don't know what the fuck is going on with hip hop but with rap but I ain't no hater man but that shit is whack with a cape on it it's super whack so okay 
put your opinion out there i'm kind of on a little Nas x side yeah he don't care dog i mean and why should he who right. gives a fuck y'all niggas don't care when these other whack niggas be making it you know what i'm saying like when did when y'all start caring about this shit it's like somebody gets successful and then y'all motherfuckers be mad like this nigga this a one-hit wonder well dave east is a no-hit wonder nobody know none of his songs i i, I don't know who he is i'm not i mean it's no not yeah I, I don't know who he is yeah like gives a fuck wow you know i saw bo didn't he was kind of laughing at uh people getting this getting their life to it and shit and the thing i will admit though is that shit does sound like he making fun of country music i don't give a fuck what nobody say it's mm-hmm. actually why i like the shit now he could say he not making fun of it but nigga that's what you gotta say after the shit become the number one hit like the fuck you gonna do uh actually i actually i am joking about these white people no nah, you gotta be like nah i really sincerely just love country music and uh put my shit back on the chart uh so i keep making these fucking this money dummies you know but uh yeah i mean i get that why white people wanted it off the chart i mean i'm not so uh i understand (laughs) i understand there's a lot of black people that's like the history of racism and this is racist to take it off the chart Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna go that far just because i think most of us listening to it laugh because we was like this is how white people be making them songs and it's funny because it's kind of mocking them right and we should be able to benefit from it too don't i don't care i just don't think that white people um have a understanding that uh black people have been listening to mock shit about us our whole lives and come on and if it's jamming then it's jamming hello weird al yankovich been getting played on black stations mm-hmm. my whole life because it's like if the shit jamming is jamming okay he got he got eat it instead of beat it okay let's listen to that you know you ain't fat you ain't nothing we all remember that video mm-hmm. black people we have a better sense of humor about our shit y'all don't want to make country music this sacred thing that can't ever be joked about that's really what it was about y'all got it up in your you got up in your motherfucking pride over the shit but yeah i, I just thought it was funny man like i hate that it became so serious to be honest because it really was just a funny ass like this is what white people be doing joke and then it got turned into some serious social racial commentary that i'm like i ain't really comfortable all this me either (laughs) um all right oh it's just a doorbell we got a package just don't worry about it okay uh let's get into oh and of course i closed that so actually let's do one more story until spotify opens up (laughs) uh let's see what else we got here um um uh social media addiction should be seen as a disease mp you say uh, it's in the guardian uk social media addiction should be considered a disease mps have said in the signs of the pressures facing technology companies and the growing concern over the impact social networks are having on users mental health who's the mp uh probably you know what i'm not even gonna try to uh, i'm assuming guess. the doctor but i might be wrong but i was all i said like, what is the mp can you just google uk mps and okay you tell me the politician called for further research on the effects of social media but said a report suggested there's good reason to believe sites such as facebook instagram and twitter which are constantly competing for users to spend more time on their platforms could be having corrosive effect on children they always say children but really it's all of us it's paramount that we protect young people and ensure they are kept safe and healthy when they are online said the mps 
who refer who believe the government should urgently fund long-term studies to see whether a clinical definition for social media addiction could be introduced the report was compiled by all of the part by the all-party parliamentary uh group okay the parliament members of parliament okay thank you party uh but all parliament i'm sorry all party parliamentary group on social media and young people's mental health and well-being made up of mps who have an interest in the topic the report was written with the assistance of the royal society for public health charity which endorses endorsed its findings following a series of evidence hearings so yeah the world health organization has already proposed including gaming disorder in the next revision of its international classification of disease manual categorizing it as a mental illness in which increasing priority is given to gaming over other activities to the extent that gaming takes precedent over other interests and daily activities for an individual to be diagnosed having gaming disorder the world health organization suggests an individual should have no have shown significant impairment in personal family social educational or work lives due to computer gaming for at least 12 months so i guess if you're missing work and all that shit for a game they like hey you might have that disease homie but yeah it's just interesting i mean it's it's they're probably ahead of us with it i wonder if we would ever get there no our president is on that shit at three in the morning so and i mean Mm -hmm. the companies have no incentive to make a a healthier place the incentive is to get you to stay there longer yes yes that's the whole purpose all right let's get to some guest race now that uh Wait, what I say? Guess the race. How far are we into the show? Let's get into some fucking with black people. Uh, Sorry about uh, that. Uh, I'm all over the place today. I don't know what's going on. Let's uh, get into some fucking with black people, guys. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody let's see who's fucking with us today um oh this is a big one um people was mad at jay-z on twitter this weekend well i say people but what i really mean is the wokes tm okay it wasn't everybody Mm-mm. it wasn't even necessarily a lot of people but it was kind of like black academic woke uh don't vote twitter like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like hammer and sickle socialism is the only way even though it's never successfully been done twitter was like on his ass okay because he <laughs> he reopened new york city's webster hall on friday night with a star-studded legendary uh b-sides two show that included a freestyle that everyone's talking about um and i actually went on title and looked at the playlist for that le- that b-sides two it was actually pretty dope i fuck with them songs and i've never heard the clip i just seen it going down online like he was he he was rapping right yeah i'm gonna play it okay i'm just waiting on it to load you know how it is uh he was the opening act for the famous venue following a years-long renovation he did not disappoint the set included rarely performed tracks from his expansive discography people always forget how much music this man has made a lot of it as a jay-z i said i'm surprised a lot of it has never been released yeah as a jay-z like fan 
um you know i'm always like taking for granted how much work he's done i mean there's just a time where it's like an album at least an album a year for like fucking how like 10 years or some change like it was some crazy amount of mute no one produces music like that you know and it's kind of like people say they sick of him but then here you go with the sales he's still making money and still selling out selling a lot of acts you know as the guy that makes everybody so sick of him and you know and they jumped on that streaming thing before everybody else really so like they was ready for it like you know when he basically made it so if you got a samsung phone you bought his album one time like mm-hmm. she was she was crazy i think we take it for granted but you know it's pretty dope album um uh, oh okay i'm sorry that's the dead president's one i'm sorry i'm looking for the freestyle one. uh so he had uh oh he also brought nas cameron and jim jones out on the stage uh outfitted with a massive rockefeller chain um which is dope because um like all those people are people that had beef with him at one point mm-hmm so it's cool to see you know and i think jay really does believe that shit and is developing as a person um and this shit is part of his journey like like even that squashing the beef with these other black men that y'all had prominent public falling outs and he's seemed to have done a lot to try to like make up for that shit and and just be cool now it's not his fault that society doesn't really allow or like to see that no they don't but he seems genuine in his effort to be like yeah it's not about me versus Nas anymore even if other people can't let it go so this is freestyle he had about nipsey hustle at the end it was a verse about just i don't think they so right there he said gentrify your own hood before these people do it claim eminent domain and have your people move in so right there people was like mad just for the fact he used the word gentrify even though to me it seems to very clearly be a metaphor or allegory he is not being like literally go in and gentrify your neighborhood right but you know not he's not saying upper class wealthy black people displace everybody out of these neighborhoods invest in the property and then kick these people out but i think people don't like him so it doesn't really fucking matter what he says when it comes to this kind of shit unless he finds some type of way to make cooperative economic bars uh which will probably not be as hot because uh, it's hard to rhyme things with the cooperative economics but um it, it was going to be a problem but it i saw what i saw online was people jumping off at that point and just thread after thread after thread tweet after tweet after just ridiculous like diatribes on what, what's wrong with jay-z and what's wrong with uh black people that want to um you know uh reinvest in the hood and this this is really just capitalism and which i'm always kind of weirded out by because it's like most of them same people go up for beyonce that's his wife and they do be on this one accord about this kind of shit um and they 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 do it they're all about ownership investment this is the same jay-z that bails out people on fathers and mother's day mm-hmm. this is the same jay-z about prison reform this is the same jay-z from the khalif browder documentary and the uh 
uh trayvon martin documentary this is the same jay-z so it's kind of weird to see people i don't know so flip-flop so fast on, on this dude all the time but anytime he starts talking of that you know hey we have to take we we're we're stuck in america is a capitalist world we need to do what we can with money to try to like protect ourselves and our in our communities because it, it's not it's not happening another way and this shit is going to happen and like people are coming to your neighborhoods to gentrify whether you want them to or not so we black people who have capital who have the ability to to invest in our neighborhoods we need to be doing that and it'll i'll get to the second point in a second but two weeks ago everybody was praising nipsey hustle for doing this for talking this every interview he ever talked about was was anytime he ever bought up ownership reinvesting in the community buying property and stuff uh even commercial property it was i saw that vi- the video shared it's one of the reasons i was like wow i really see he had a lot of love and respect i didn't know that same because that's all people were sharing okay back to the verse Gentrify your own hood for the people do it. Claim eminent domain and have your people moving. That's a small glimpse into what Nipsey was doing. But anybody's still confused as to what he was doing. The neighborhood designed to keep us trapped. They redlined so property clients if you live by blacks. They depress the asset and take the property back. It's a ruthless but a genius plan in fact. So now we fighting over scraps. Crabs in the barrel, but crabs don't belong in the barrel. They ain't never tell us that. So in the barrel, we gon' act like we act. We can easily get out the barrel. We stand on each other's back. Whoever gets on top, as long as they stay attached, they can pull everybody out. I was doing just that. I told neighborhood nips to stay close. A hundred million dollars on your schedule, lay low. Tell your team to be on point in the places that they go. I never dreamed to get killed in the place that he called home. How we gonna get in power with the sauce? Y'all like to run off on the plug, so of course. That ain't lit, that's a means to an end. Me and my team was playing the plug ahead of plan. Sometimes we's only making a thousand a joint. That ain't no money, but that ain't their point. So those 92 bricks was only 92 thou. So y'all can close your mouth. It ain't nothing for y'all to lie. But it is time to study. We was chasing our goals, not chasing money. Niggas chasing hoes, we find that funny. I pull up in the rows, that hoe gon' want me. But I don't want no hoe, I want a wife. Somebody to bounce these ideas off at night. I be going to sleep hoping they visit me. That young king had a lot of jewels to split with me. And we ain't gotta leave the hood physically. But we gotta leave that shit mentally. Somehow, some way, we gotta make it up out of the hood. So that's the uh the freestyle that had people like like i said people was up in arms about that shit i did not find it to be offensive no no they mad just for the sake of being mad you know i did see people bringing up like he uh he had um brought the barclays center to new york and that was a problem because it's like well this shit 
uh he owned like half a percent of the nets and he helped put the face on it to make that gentrification da 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 and so i don't live in new york so i can't speak to that situation right. i do know it was years ago i mean i throw out this theory that people seem to not really think about when they don't like somebody maybe he learned from that and changed his mind come on i mean it happens you know what i'm like everybody acts like it is it's impossibility but i mean literally we've seen him change we've seen him grow and change his mind about bigger shit in his life in a much shorter period of fucking time everybody's still on this planet you yourself don't believe everything you believed just a few years ago and let's go back further i mean it feels like people like and i think it's because he's successful and has money and he's a rapper but people kind of rob him of the same humanity that we have for lesser successful people come on you know like the shit that they would grant like somebody they see as regular they would not grant him Mm -mm. but he was born in the marcy projects and he made it out and he's been a constant development of trying to elevate his mental status and emotional status and uh like and learn I've watched that dude go from unrepentant womanizer who, you know, was the conflicted, like, I feel bad, but I'm selling these drugs, dude, to the guy who goes, I kind of wish I could rap about politics and more important shit, but I understand that it's money first, the Michael Jordan approach, to, like, the LeBron James approach that he has now, which is clearly one of, like, yo, I'm pro-black, I'm very openly about black empowerment i'm very openly political anti-trump anti-republican and i mean it's so weird to see people applaud this man for not performing at the super bowl when he was invited last year he was invited he wasn't like a lot of these niggas where it was like super bowl was never on the menu for me so me talking about i'm boycotting it's kind of it's like me saying i'm boycotting yeah you were never gonna get invited yeah the black artists ain't gonna be in the super bowl y'all like y'all be like uh, of course nigga that what they were looking for us right but jay-z was the first nigga to be like uh-uh i'm first choice and no and then uh when other rappers and shit were considering it he was calling people up like man don't do it bro it's funny how niggas went from rooting that on to one verse about investment in the black neighborhood and it's nigga you just as bad as these white people it's crazy to me and it's like they are taking him at the worst interpretation of his verse possible oh yeah like it because i don't find that these ideas are so fucking like ridiculous gentrify your own hood before these people do it claim eminent domain and have your people moving that's a small glimpse into what nipsey was doing for anyone who's still confused as to what he was doing the neighborhood is designed to keep us trapped that's why i call it the trap we've heard that before they redline us so property declines if you live by blacks like that's true tanahasi coast wrote about that they depress the asset and take the property back it's a ruthless but a genius plan in fact that's literally what gentrifying means when white people do it to us right and and a lot of that is why a lot of black communities don't have a space to where you got decades and decades and decades because a work for black people to actually stay in these areas that's why we have to rent so much right because every time you turn around they like you say they they don't 
uh, provide the services that's supposed to be there the police don't show up everything takes forever the services aren't as good everything goes into a, a form of a depression and they call a lot of places call it the ghetto whatever the ghetto in your city is and then like you say because it's so cheap they buy it right and when they buy it a lot of times because it's not worth that much they're paying these people a fraction of what they should get to get to move out or either uh, raising the property taxes so high they can't afford it anymore and shit like that so then they have to move and where do they go they go to another neighborhood they build a community there and then you turn around and you do the same thing that's why the, i know yeah, it, it I, in Charlotte. You hop, black people kind of hop around the cities yeah the thing for me is what do niggas want then right because isn't if you do nothing the same shit is going to keep happening like that's just like it's this idea like well if you well we don't want black people investing in the neighborhood either like well the black people in this this scenario are investing with the neighborhood in mind without trying to kick motherfuckers out like let me raise the value of this neighborhood so that your house is now so expensive you have to leave like let me like they're not that's not the goal of the black that like there's this shit is gonna happen it can happen with humanity or it cannot happen at all and these white people come in and just do what the fuck they want to do nobody want to like consider that he's advocating for something other than that now i get that there may be some other magical scenario that people have in mind that could work but them niggas ain't rapping it they they like where like then you got to get better pr you need better people you need to convince people like jay-z then to spread your message because this shit where it's just i'm gonna flip on you for trying something is whack to me right right and 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 also the idea that he can never fucking change his mind he can never change his opinion is a fucking ridiculous thing to do man this is not like he changed his opinion over a day this is years of him being like okay i'm thinking about this thing now okay i'm talking about that it's in his music to me it's as whack as the people that are like well beyonce's a fake pro-black feminist because she wasn't always talking about pro-black feminists it's like well guess what you weren't either Mm-mm. nobody was born it. into this shit many of you if you're living life right have had the luxury of being able to like be informed by more shit than what you grew up with you this is still a dude born in marcy projects he was not supposed to make it out you know what i mean like the, all this shit like none of this shit is supposed to be possible it's, it's it's like when oprah speaks of it and people have to shit on oprah it's like you don't actually have to shit on this person it's fine to be like this is their opinion even if i disagree with it this is the opinion and the art they're presenting at the moment okay i that's not that doesn't make them a coon that's this is a valid point of view it's just not the one i i wouldn't approach it this way right and that's fine and i think the problem is that a lot of people have if you don't do it the way i would do it then it's pointless and it's ridiculous well truth be told a lot of people with these bright ideas we if they ever get to the place where they shit start getting implemented people gonna criticize your shit too right it's just crazy man like we're arguing about the fact that not even arguing because it's not really an argument it's just Mm -hmm. a a complaint really right but we're talking about basically we know these people in this area are gonna get fucked and jay is like maybe we can mitigate that by investing black dollars in there instead of white people's dollars and then not fucking the people and and people are like i don't want to hear the rest of that sentence what i'm gonna say is you want black people to gentrify black neighborhoods and kick black people out that's not what he said not what he said at all uh so now we fighting over scraps crabs in a barrel but crabs don't belong in a barrel and they ain't never tell us that so in the barrel we're gonna act like we act 
we can easily get out the barrel if we stand on each other's backs whoever gets on top as long as they stay attached they're gonna pull everybody out i was just doing that that's i don't it's almost like motherfuckers already rather have the self-fulfilled prophecy of once you're black and you're famous and rich you are no longer black uh, I, sometimes i think people are more comfortable with that they are they because, are because anything else and i have to consider some nuance of somebody is can have a conscience and and have money and be like how do i invest this in something to help somebody else right and i think for a lot of people if they were in those shoes that's what they would do it's almost like you're black but then how i'm black and you're black you have to be rich black but how dare you remind everybody that you're black in front of these white people right and it's so wild to me because like i said we're talking about a dude that has changed his life in the in the last like this is not just oh well you know today he's on this shit but tomorrow he's gonna be like nah fuck them broke niggas man so hey best thing you do for black people is be rich you know what i'm saying to not be rest thing you do for poor people is not be one of them like it's not that you know what i mean like so i think when people approach it with nuance with context people hate that kind of context like they hate when you're like okay but big picture this could be a valid thing that he is saying and that he has shifted his thinking on nah because then that would mean i had to let go of like disliking this nigga and i can't do that so i would rather just be like uh no nah, i'm i'm holding him accountable to what he said before well he's clearly saying the opposite now like it's been it's been long enough like it, it wasn't overnight he earned the right to change his mind the same way your ass do nah fuck that because honestly that is the addiction i'll say something on twitter day where i was like or no i think i said it here but i was like i don't think we as human beings can ever get over the idea of being able to judge like being the perfect avatar of goodness that rains down and descends our opinion on other people i don't think we can really get over it I, we're all guilty of it me included like yeah same i don't think we're po- i don't think it's cap- we're capable of saying this person may either a have made a mistake is making a mistake or just doing something i disagree with and going that's their human journey and they may or may not end there and they might not need me like coming down with like a ton of bricks on them with this shit you know maybe they're just doing the best they fucking can too and also in all of that i'm not going to ignore i've been there you know i think when you look at if you're if you're a student of history it's in america anyway you gonna you you should have or have probably been hip to the myriad of ways that black people have tried to circumvent racism in america and white supremacy they've tried everything underneath the sun dog right and at some point black people start shitting on each other for trying a different way than the way the other person tried Mm -hmm. and i'm not talking about shit where it's like i'm a republican fuck you niggers i'm talking about stuff where it's just like i think we can get it out by running for office and you know helping people out from political places and i think we can do it by being activists getting in the streets and agitating well now i have to be your enemy because you disagree on the way to do this so fuck you you're a coon that's crazy to me but that feels like that's what a lot of this is yes there is is and and so him addressing it in the in the freestyle with the crabs in the bucket type crabs in the barrel type of line to me that's kind of relevant because it is very much like as long as you're in this it's just a so it's just 
it's a very smart and relevant freestyle that's all it's saying that this barrel america this place where we're not supposed to be has us acting that well, we have to be each other's enemies and each other's like at odds with each other all the time so we can't make it over this this barrel we can't climb to the top and pull anybody else up with you it's kind of that is the truth it is that feeling of um scarcity that leads us to being like no 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 you're gonna get out and you're not gonna help us or you're you're not you, you're never gonna get out that way you should only get out if you do it my way you know meanwhile everyone's trying to get out of the of the fucking barrel you know <laughs> everyone's trying to get out the barrel because they're not supposed to even be here um anyway i told neighborhood nipsey stay close there's a hundred million dollars on your schedule stay low tell your team to be on point in the places that they go i never dreamed that he get killed in the place that he called home how he gonna get in power if we how we gonna get in power if we kill the source y'all like to run off on the plug so of course that ain't lit that's a means to an end me and my team was playing the plug ahead of plan oh i think it said and had a plan but whoever wrote this said ahead uh sometimes we was only making a thousand a joint that ain't no money but that ain't the main point so those 92 bricks was only 92,000 so y'all can close your mouth it ain't nothing for y'all to wow um now he's still talking about that line where he said he lost 92 bricks and had to fall back but it is something to us to study he was uh we was chasing our goals not chasing money niggas chasing hoes we find that funny i pull up in the rows that hoe gonna want me but i don't want no mo i don't want no hoe i want a wife somebody to bounce these ideas off at night i be going to sleep hoping nipsey nip visit me that young king had a lot of jewels to split with me and we ain't gotta leave the hood physically but we gotta leave that shit mentally i don't know man like i said i didn't find it to be so patently offensive and i think the people who do it's more about i don't fuck with jay-z and whatever's coming out of his mouth i'm gonna find a way to be like fuck that shit because and we see it all the time with with other celebrities and people i think it's just human nature i don't think people can help themselves you know it's kim kardashian getting someone out of prison that we all think is unjustly put in prison and then we got to find a way to be like but that ain't shit right and not give her credit yeah it's just like a human thing human nature but i honestly what like seeing all that down the timeline and then seeing it for myself i was like yeah i don't find the 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 insult to blackness in there no and and i try my best uh to fight against like that, that just that human nature uh the older i get the less and less but like just the older i get the more i prioritize things and it's things that happen and i go do i actually want to put energy and effort into something that ain't gonna motherfucking matter no okay i'll move on i have my yeah. own thoughts and opinions but it's not worth uh going back and forth with the woke kitty woke thou aren't woke people because what i've come to a conclusion you're gonna have a subsection of the internet they're always gonna be aroused and and and, and just just about something and it's something to talk about because it's happening so then you want to siphon off of the event that happened and well you need to have the hottest take and really the hottest take is to be like everything he said was wrong and trash and bad and then people can go yeah well well i agree or man what the fuck you mean man that shit because i also thought it was weird and this is no shade to jay or anybody but i also think it's weird when people elevate him to the status of like um the god like it is his opinion you know what i mean like i don't know how well researched and versed jay is because he doesn't really talk about that shit that much 
so i don't know like what he's reading what his philosophies are all based on i just know through the music but to me it's like people are 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 reacting both ways and they're fighting with each other where it's like you can't say that this shit he said was like the greatest verse of all time because this it doesn't really make sense if you think about it you can't use gentrifying analogy and all this shit and then you got other people being like this is the worst verse of all time and jay-z's trash and he's a horrible person and meanwhile everybody's team beyonce but it's just like you see these things and it's kind of like damn this conflict is so real but what he said in that verse was also so real and i also find it a little bit misplaced to have bigged up nipsey for saying this same rhetoric for years when he got killed people were like this is why he was so important jay ain't really say much different than that so i don't know and we got people in the um in the chat going back and forth about all the um gentrification like schemes and plans going on in their cities and shit like it like i don't think well i think people listen to us do but it's a fucking it is a coordinated system of erasing us yes like there has to be some intervention and in america the only intervention is gonna come through money like y'all rah 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 all that talking is nice but you ain't gonna be able to disrupt their systems without some level of financial input into the places that because that's how they game it they have rigged this shit so that without that sort of fucking like uh intervention you know and i'm and and in the verse i feel like he's more talking to black people with means correct like he's not saying you broke niggas this is why it's your fault he's being like yo if you're black and you have the means to invest something in your own community do that you know like do that he didn't say black people are to blame this this is you know you 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 have a broke mentality and that's why you're broke like he didn't say that he didn't even uh, get out there get out your hood like he didn't he's like no we we can leave it mentally leave that mentality behind because they want us pushed in there thinking these fucking fucked up anti-black races uh uh, oppressed thoughts they don't want us thinking outside of where we come from where we live you know they don't want us seeing a bigger picture so i don't know man it just feels kind of i don't know the whole system's rigged but it's still like everybody was on jay's ass for saying something so but uh like i said i don't expect that to change people's minds that don't fuck with him because honestly i haven't seen anybody change their fucking mind on anything period like it's just i walked into this thing like he the greatest or i walked into this thing like he's the worst and i'm never i've never seen an exchange of ideas lead to people being like i had not thought about that side of it i have a friend that he was kind of on the like fuck jay-z tip and i actually dm'd him because he's my friend and i respect him and i said so can you help and he's from new york i said can you help me to like what it is exactly about this that's like so incendiary because i i watched the verse i i I know about the barclay center thing but like is it more to it where it's just so fucked up that he's the one saying it or something like what like give me the game you know and we had like a long conversation you know what i'm saying and it was crazy because at the end i'm like cool i had not really thought of it that way and maybe i'm not cynical enough with jay-z maybe that's my thing um but he was also like nah you gave me a lot to think about too in that maybe i'm being i'm putting more pressure on him than i would anyone else out of those projects trying to just give their ideas on what can help the community 
and that and that's like to me that's a beautiful thing it only can happen in the closed doors of some dms right with two people talking to each other because it's not gonna happen online in public it's not gonna happen with these motherfuckers that are doing you know tweet after tweet defending him or tweet after tweet harassing you know going on about him it's only gonna happen in the context of like a conversation and not a debate and so many people feel like we this thing happened now let's now debate me yes and a lot of times like i said the biggest reason why i don't engage is because people they people have drawn their lines people's minds are already made up and we're not really coming to have a debate we actually come just to argue and i'm too old to be arguing with people all right so uh anyway zero to a to a hundred care i'm not fuck with yeah zero for me dog freestyle didn't fuck with me man the reaction was kind of wild right but niggas gonna argue about everything so and it is what it is uh melody hobson and george lucas uh melody hop melody hobson is george lucas's wife okay uh george lucas is of course the creator of star wars and mm-hmm. lucas arts and lucas films and rich, rich is rich as fuck um so uh they are seeking to control uh control of the historic ebony and jet archives wonderful johnson publishing's company recent chapter seven bankrupt filing uh bankruptcy filing the uh uh which happened i I think last year Uh, anyway because of that um there's uh, thousands of original pictures and records that are left threatened but that could change the efforts from a powerhouse couple in finance and film aerial investments president melody hobson and her husband star wars filmmaker george lucas are seeking to control ebony and jet archives i know some of y'all being like george lucas the man who made red tails mm-hmm. why the hell would he want to get ebony and jet archives i don't trust this colonizer coming in here trying to control black people's stuff so racist well i would assume those of you who think that don't know melody hobson his wife who is a black woman so if you've ever seen the interview with george lucas uh, promoting red tails and all that stuff now you know that's why he made that put all that money in that horrible movie that any self-respecting black person would say don't do this but he was like i gotta do something for the cause man i got all these billions he gave away like fucking half of his fortune after he sold Luke. After he sold like this nigga sold Star Wars to Disney and gave the money away. What? I can't even imagine. I can't yeah, even imagine. Yeah, I think isn't George. I want to say it's George Lucas had like a home and he realized that uh, like the people, um, the like people that like help assist and like do do groundwork and all that stuff to his property were having to travel back and forth so he ended up buying the property around them around him and having their family stuff stay there so that he wouldn't so that they wouldn't have to uh go back and forth and people were mad people were mad in his neighborhood he did that Mm. but he was like uh why have them go back and forth when i can have them right here with their families yep yeah i didn't i didn't even hear about that story i did not even know that Mm -hmm. yeah he did he he sold he sold star wars to disney and then donated 
the 4.05 billion dollars that he received from the sale to a foundation focused on education and they probably did great work with that money too i i don't even know what to tell you he was like if i die i can't take it with me i i don't even know anyway so uh yeah they trying to get 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 the original images of mlk malcolm x rosa parks my angelo uh angelo uh, lacy hughes and muhammad ali Mm -hmm. back for us right priceless videos somebody gonna buy that and that be up in somebody's home we'll never see those photos again also includes photos taken of historic moments like Emmett Till's 1955 funeral images taken of the battered body which his mother Mamie insisted on letting the world see a post surprise winning image of Coretta Scott King and her daughter Bernice at the, her husband's funeral in 1968 and a host of pu- images published in both magazines from the civil rights movement as it happened yeah, uh, I think pretty smart. I forgot the Jet Beauty of the Weeks. Now, see, that's the one, that's the part of the. That's the most important part. Put that in the Negro Museum. Okay. Need his own wing. Put that in there. I've spent time in that section. Uh, I'll be like, oh, long walks on the beach. Okay. Pledge Delta. Okay. Good for you, sis. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, zero to 100, Karen. Zero. I also will give this a zero. And uh, as far as uh, George Lucas. Love and happiness. (laughs) He come with the photo albums. Come on down to the cookout, baby. Okay, bring all them photo albums with you. Me and my wife got the photo albums. Bring your grandma. I forgive you for Jar Jar Binks, okay? Come we, on. We are straight now. I know you was just trying Gucci. to help. Yes. Come on, okay? May the force be with you and also some of this banana pudding. Yes. Okay. We got you, George. All right? Just Come go ahead on. and have a seat. You and your lovely wife. What can I get you this evening, ma'am? I would love to make you a plate. All right. I know that Debbie, Debbie, like, uh, the uh, kids can't touch the photos. We don't want them ripping them up. Right. Y'all leave Mr. George alone. Stop asking him about what's going to happen in the next Star Wars. You know he sold that. He's just watching like us now. Okay. You leave that man alone. Stop making lightsaber sounds. And let him, (laughs) let him enjoy his, let him enjoy his sweet potato pie in peace. Okay. George, I know you like them desserts. Come on through now. Vanilla King at the cookout yes he's invited okay another one karen's two two for two lately i don't know if y'all yes. picking up yes all this can't no white people come and uh, i think i'm gonna turn karen yes uh, no it's three it's them baskin robbins and um billy ray cyrus yep, billy ray, i got three all right let's <laughs> i'm just saying slowly not baskin robbins ben and jerry i'm ben sorry and jerry. oh yeah that's four then ben and jerry's two people oh shit voted four white people at the cookout according to karen now i'm inviting thousands so Mm -hmm. uh they will all still be there only four get my approval well that's fine we i just know the last photo made it so we'll see how you feel just like jay-z you're allowed to change your opinion over time thank you now that it's time for some guest the race 
That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going around, uh, going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen and the chat room to guess the race. And of course, everyone playing is a stone cold racist. All right. Our first contestant, affidavit, a woman seen on a Snapchat video encouraging her teen daughter to fight. Okay. Austin, Texas, the home of Vince Young. A woman is facing charges after she was allegedly caught on in a Snapchat video encouraging her daughter and another girl to fight. According to an affidavit, the Travis County Sheriff's Office responded to Manor High School on Friday, where the assistant principal showed deputies a video of two students fighting in a neighborhood in Manor. Okay. Sound like they didn't have a lot of manners. Mm-mm. Assistant principal said the girls were both 14-year-old ninth graders and pointed out that the mother of one of the girls, 31-year-old Rayniza Joseph, was pacing around the girls and encouraging the violence. Court documents say Joseph was telling her daughter to fuck her up. Oh! And shouted, there you go, beat her ass. Deputies say once the fight stopped, Joseph was seen stepping between the girls and telling her daughter's opponent, bitch i fight a child i don't give a fuck <laughs> she looked like that meme of that woman that backed over that little girl to be floating around tcso she said i fuck get up tcso says joseph arrived on campus to pick her daughter up for for another fight around 9 20 a.m just another after, fight just after the deputy had seen the video irate and screaming in front of the school she was scheduling fights like the ufc now, come on, girl. Was, you know you got a 920 fight. I don't got all day. Was she betting on them? Did you do your training today? Uh, <laughs> it took me a long time to get this match. You're right. When deputy, when the deputy attempted to speak to Joseph about the video, she allegedly turned around and put her hands behind her back, shouting, "Take me to Travis County, bitch! You think I give a fuck?" Oh! The deputy says Joseph refused the interview, shouting, "Just arrest me, bitch!" Rayneza Joseph is charged with endangering a child. Karen guess the race of rainiza joseph oh black by all the responses okay karen's going black wow kind of shocked at this one she's done whooped the teacher's ass and is the reason there's a bonnet and leggings band at the school black oh don nisha king black uh violated the dress code at the drop off oh <laughs> we didn't even cover that story but that's hilarious martin payne's mama black 31 year old with time to promote her daughter's fight donna king black cleo from set it off black bonnet and booty black coretta scott don king <laughs> lady mormont adopted black mama black 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 the correct answer is all of you said black and all of you guys are 100 percent right yeah nobody missed that um i don't know how you guys knew uh <laughs> mm-hmm. she said i fuck a kid up that's her right there oh she did that shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she don't even you that was her take me to jail face mm-hmm. she's like oh i'm not even resisting arrest officer yeah that's somebody said she said fuck them kids fuck them kids yes she gonna be starring in ma 
<laughs> come on she, she ain't her my ma, sister she had her ma cosplay yeah <laughs> uh let's see how about this one thieves distract um a clerk to steal thousands of dollars worth of cognac oh shit mm-hmm black wow <laughs> who no, else is stealing cognac there's no extra points for speed karen i'll read it for the rest of you guys though thieves stole two bottles of cognac for worth five hundred dollars from a family-owned store in a brazen rivalry caught on camera they how have expensive, con- how expensive what, the, what kind of cognac was this they have cognac that's worth that's that's a thousand five hundred dollars a bottle or whatever or was it both bottles oh i'm sorry they stole five hundred dollars worth of cognac but still that's 250 a bottle for cognac cognac is expensive i had no idea that's why they sipped the shit it's too high to be guzzling i guess the latest man was was fucking on to something the thieves made off by distracting the clerk on duty at liquor and wine a family-run business oh they were professionals said emma kane uh whose family owns the store surveillance video shows four people entered the store on tuesday around 7 p.m they appear to be a man a woman with a baby and a grandmother oh this is a family crime <laughs> it's a family affair <laughs> it's a family affair it's a whole family right damn that was like we about to get lit tonight at least they was together i wonder if the baby and the grandmama got some well i know the grandma probably got some oh yeah uh they appeared uh the group looked around until other customers left then the woman handed the baby to the grandma it's hard to know for sure but the victims questioned whether the baby was even real oh oh the baby might have been a ploy the way the neck it went back they weren't supporting the neck well they also could be i mean that is also the patented way that cognac drinkers handle babies the woman called a clerk the woman called a clerk to the back of the store where he had some questions about wine on a lower shelf oh the man did that so he's like hey i got some wine questions about this wine as he distracts the clerk the woman goes behind the front counter grabs two bottles of hennessy xo that costs 250 a piece Ooh, don't they know them abc store well i don't know about y'all but abc stores got cameras all over the place she puts them in her skirt she opened oh did did a skirt have pockets what the fuck is this she opened up the side and there was a little pocket and she quickly put it in there and then just ruffled it back together video shows the grandmother signals to the man that their mission is complete the suspects eventually pretend to buy some wine but when the clerk asks for identification they claim it's in their car and leave i hope that when they get caught that people are aware of who they are and what they do kang says kang said the group was quick only stayed in the store for about six minutes anyone with information called the vancouver police so karen uh guess the race of the cognac thieves everybody black karen is saying black let me uh and then i can't find the picture in this article i had it earlier give me one second cognac thieves vancouver i gotta have an image of this so we obviously i was in canada vancouver washington i believe oh washington so america still yeah america not vancouver canada uh all right let's check that would have been maple syrup heist let's check the chat room <laughs> see what they believe spent my tax return on a 2011 dodge charger so i got a hot this i got a hot this lick black uh the granny said pass the cavassier neat <laughs> black that needed hennessy xo to impress george lucas at the cookout black oh bc armor washington oh 
uh ocean 12 11 ocean 2 11 black set it off black mix now black hennessy black white cap caper cap capers uh white capers i don't know uh straight, straight out of trailer park white hennessy and it was xo that's a pack of niggas black <laughs> just got paid friday night but i'm stealing this shit black drove the trailer to the store white uh <laughs> stole the hot wings from the family grocery store next door black Yo. drank it with their big lips <laughs> what is wrong with y'all what is wrong with y'all oh, man. drank it with their big lips wow 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 um well um somebody I'm, say a non-ipa drinkers black yeah um <laughs> well i am looking at their picture right now okay and uh i have to inform you all that 100 percent of y'all were wrong they were not black oh okay oh no some people said white they also were not white now i don't technically know what race these people is but they were some kind of brown and nobody said no kind of browns so and we don't know their names we just know they just had a surveillance picture i will put it on screen of course as i always everybody was wrong everybody was uh absolutely y'all racism led y'all stray yeah it did would it, been, would it like them nigger adjacent drinks like <laughs> i don't know what race and i don't want to say nothing offensive but they have a look about them yeah they're brown that is not that is distinctly not black and Mm-mm. distinctly Mm-mm. not white Mm-mm. not white so they man they, they got in and out six minutes that's a heist Ooh, that was a high that was planned time heist all right um but uh i mean it's a good plan though I mean, i'm not saying i can never come up with it yeah, probably not the first time they've done that either maybe not all i know is now karen is one and one let's go to the brown <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is one and one. Yes. But can she fix it in the bonus round? I'm going to try. Well, it's worth double the points and double the racism to you if you can get it right. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, this comes with a news article. Let me see if I can. Of course, doesn't want to play right away okay look like it's trying to play let's see if that works hmm never know this shit after police say she used a special trap to steal checks from an apartment complex mercedes walker is charged with burglary according to a police report officers were called to the green brook at shelby farms apartments a security guard told officers walker tried to insert a yellow cord with a sticky mouse glue trap on the end of it to pull out checks and money orders from a deposit box <gasps> thankfully she was not able to get any oh uh karen guess the race of mercedes walker the ingenious uh trap queen apparently <laughs> blue trap queen Ooh, mercedes was black karen's going with black 
her and alexis was on the same team <laughs> are you going with the ancient trope of uh black people naming their kids after shit they can't afford i see what you're trying to do here karen mm-hmm. so it's a courageous gamble you just took there let's see what the chat room believes uh white black mercedes benz black all black as the link on the those checks uh as the ink on those checks a nigga that rigs black ingenuity check fraud equal meth head white black black crack fueled mcgyver black (laughs) white with cornrows in the front sticky fingers black diamond in the back sunroof top black uh digging the scene with a gangster lean i see uh miss smart uh the correct answer is and y'all were very divided on this Mm -hmm. and karen said black Mm -hmm. it was black i was nervous for a second i about said there's a white woman out there named mercedes mm-hmm. and of course uh many of you blacks missed it so uh that's it for guess the race let's get to the sword ratchetness and we'll get out of here guys see what we got here um (laughs) um a alaska man riding a longboard and wielding a sword shout out to surf ninjas jumps in the back ah the back of a truck to threaten the driver oh shit fairbanks alaska driver in fairbanks feared for his life tuesday night after another man allegedly jumped into the back of a truck wielding a sword oh alaska the state that gave us the palings Derek harris 26 of fairbanks was riding a longboard on old steve's highway in fairbanks and brandished the weapon alaska country oh he had the old steve's all right of using a sword new steve's gotta buy get a gun harris was headed into the direction of farmer's loop when he somehow got in the back of a truck headed there that's when uh ast says he put the driver in the fear of their life the truck stopped at the gas station at the intersection of farmer's loop and the steve's highway and harris allegedly threatened the driver with the sword harris was later arrested in charge of the assault uh alcohol was a factor mm, you don't say probably the second biggest factor at the sword ah. the police assisted in the arrest so assisted what does that mean <laughs> uh other people had him arrested then we just kind of helped a little bit uh all right guys we'll be back tomorrow with uh comedian kasim bentley so Mm -hmm. thank you guys for listening that should be i think at five so until then uh oh and wednesday is our game of thrones recap with jl covan so i know you guys are looking forward to that and uh yeah that's when it's happening so until then i love you i love you too